Welcome to the KBB From the Tap podcast, and I'm executive editor Chelsea Butler. This week, designer Malka Heft of Think Chic Interiors and I delved into how to design kitchens and baths with children of all ages in mind. Malka has a lot of experience working with families and children of all ages and works hard to create designs that work for everyone. Be sure to subscribe to KBB's YouTube channel and click the like button on our videos. You can also subscribe to the From the Tap podcasts on such apps as Apple, Spotify, Pandora, and Google Podcasts. And please feel free to leave a review. So welcome, Malka, and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. So let's get started. Maybe you can talk to us a little bit about how you got into this kind of specialty niche of designing for families with children of all ages. Um, I think it just happened because I have young kids. So, I mean, I started my business when I was eight months pregnant with my third, um, which sounds crazy as it is. But I, I think, you know, clients with kids were drawn to me because of that, because I understood where they're coming from and what they actually need. Um, it just happened. Yeah. So you kind of become your own, your own expert in that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I guess I would have been surprised to hear if you didn't have kids and this was a specialty of yours, right. you know, like how did you yeah. get there? So talk to me a little bit about how many projects like this you've completed. Is this something that's kind of like every project you do involves this or? It's not every project, but I think the majority of my clients have little kids. And even when kids are older, you still need to cater to them. It's not the same as a couple living alone at home or grandparents at home especially now, but even before everyone spent so much time at home, there's wear and tear in certain areas and you need to know where they are according to the ages of the kids. So I would say that 90% of the kitchens I design, 90% of the bathrooms I design are all catered to families. Okay. That makes sense. So, uh, you know, what are the questions that you ask your clients to determine what they need to accomplish for themselves and also to keep the children in mind? I mean, I guess it may have to something to do with the ages, like if they're really little kids and older kids, but just, you know, in general, how do you get to the bottom of what, what, they, what could be really useful for them? Um, I, I think the first question I ask them is how they cook. Because even before the kids, I want to know how they move around their kitchen. What do they like using? Do they use the garbage can more? Where do they want their kids to sit? Where are their kids doing homework right now? Right? We want, I want to know where the kids want to hang out and how active they are in, as part of the household. Um, part of it is just observing them. I'm really getting to know the family as a family and seeing how they move around in their house in order to be able to build that, to, to build this kind of kitchen, to create something that helps them. So if, um, if a family has kids that really like cooking, I will make sure that there's a way for them to reach the countertops. And I know that sounds funny, but having a step stool sitting around is a tripping hazard. So we need to make sure that there's a place to actually hide that little step stool so they can get out and climb up on it. And then we go into countertops, right? What kind of countertops do you use when kids are cooking? Um, and when it's a busy household and you don't, you, you just want to take something out of the oven and put it straight on the counter. Mm -hmm. What do you use? Right? 
what do you use if you want to cut your vegetables on the countertop? I know it sounds weird, but people do like doing that. So, and, and that's part of what I try understanding with them because even though, even though marble is everywhere right now, it's horrible for kids. Right. I feel like it's horrible for a lot of things that you want to do on the surface. (laughs) That's true. That's true. And and when people tell me they like marble, I ask, well, do you like to cook? Right. If you don't, that's totally fine. But families with kids need to cook. Do you want it to look really beautiful or do you want to use it? (laughs) Right. And and you could get to beautiful without marble. I mean, we're seeing marble everywhere and I love marble, but you can get, you can use quartzite, which is fabulous or you can use porcelain which i think has just evolved so much that it actually looks like natural stone but it really gives you everything you need for a kitchen when done right so you said you kind of um so do you how much time do you spend like do you actually ask to come over and kind of see how they're interacting for a meal in their kitchen so not interacting for a meal but i really hang out with my clients mm-hmm. Um, and, and we talk about it. We talk, you know, I'll sit there and I'll look, they'll open their drawers before we kind of redo the kitchen. So I can see what's in their drawers right now to see what needs to change. Um, I have a client right now that puts all, she washes the dishes in the sink, but then she puts them into the dishwasher to dry because she doesn't like leaving dishes out on the counter. So now that we're building and we're making her a new kitchen, we are going to create a drying drawer for her that will just go straight into the drain. But now I know that that's what she likes doing. And I will make sure that she has something for that and that she still has her dishwasher so she doesn't have to utilize it for drying dishes. So you need, I need to be there. I need to be there and speak to them even just sitting down and having a cup of coffee with them, you kind of see what they're doing Mm -hmm. and speaking to the kids when they want to. Yeah. That was my next question. Do you have conversations with the children if they're up for that to find out, you know, what their, what their favorite colors are or materials, like just anything that they might be able to be involved in. I got burned with that a few times. Um, And parents get a little upset because they want one thing and their kids want another thing. So at this Mm -hmm. point, I usually, I'll bring two options for, for someone. Mm -hmm. I'll bring two options of wallpaper, um, two options of paint colors. And then, you know, that the parents approved, pre-approved, and then I will ask them what they like, because otherwise it could go, I mean, there will be purple everywhere or, you know, it, it, it might get out of hand, but it's nice for them to feel like they're part of the process. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, maybe if they're really young, it doesn't make much sense. But if they're a little older and I'm going to get into kind of some specifics with kitchens and bathrooms, because, you know, if it's if it's a children's bathroom, then maybe they have a little bit more say. Yeah. Um, But, you know, we'll talk about that. Um, So, yeah. So you talked a little bit about how to accommodate children in a kitchen with the step stool being able to reach the countertop. What are some other things that, that you've done in your projects to accommodate children? So um, Rever Shelf has this great um, pull-down shelf that I've been using a lot. And not only for children, by the way, for short people too. <laughs> you know, not everyone's tall enough to reach the uppers without a step stool, right? So this Rever Shelf shelf comes in a few sizes. Anyone can buy them online and install them in their cabinets. But it's basically you just pull down the shelf. So you can usually, you know, even with a step stool, a child can reach the first shelf, but they still can't get to the top one. But once they can reach that first shelf, they can just pull it down. So it 
it comes down almost to counter height, which is fantastic because now they have access to all those cups and bowls that they couldn't reach before, right? They could take their own breakfast. Now we're talking about taking their own breakfast. So any, any cabinet that pulls out, instead of having to open a door and kind of looking deep inside, it pulls out, they can see everything there. Again, they can grab their own breakfast. They can grab the snack. They don't need to constantly rely on adults to do this for them. It's unbelievable. Um, the other thing I did in one of these kitchens with it, which I thought was really fun was just creating a new fruit basket underneath underneath the counter so instead of having fruit all over the place and never knowing where where to place them there's a fruit drawer and it's right underneath the counter just open it up and take whatever you want and it came out gorgeous um and the last thing i'll mention is if there is a coffee area or a breakfast area that's closer to the breakfast room, it is nice to have everything they need there. Meaning just so they don't have to travel too much around the kitchen to try finding what they need. So the pantry with the cereals should be right there next to the breakfast nook. Um, if you have room for a little refrigerator, have milk in it, have yogurts, everything you need for that breakfast. It just works out better. And again, try having everything under, under counter height. So we've talked a lot about accommodating children in the kitchen, which is a room that's, you know, shared by the whole family. Um, and I'm, I mean, I'm sure there are some uh, primary bathrooms that are designed with having some of the children use those too. But I guess I'm more concerned with if you're actually designing a bathroom that's kind of specifically for the children. Um, do they have more of a say in that project if, if it is for them in terms of colors and things like that? So somewhat, uh, I, I think um, I think what I've I've learned along the years is that bathrooms for kids should stay as neutral as possible because you can always dress them up with towels, with different accessories, um, even some artwork. But we want this we want these bathrooms to grow with them. So if I made a bright pink bathroom that really works for the for the five-year-old, when she turns 16, she will not want it anymore. And I would like things to last. Um, so I, I really, I, I give them a say, but the say is for the accessories and really, really trying to keep it neutral. I actually feel like when kids are older, then they can have a say because they're already kind of established with their with their point of view. And then they do actually pick quite a lot. I'll sit with them, I'll bring the tile. All the samples will be, the entire meaning would be with them actually. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's what I, I was gonna ask about some more of the specifics. Like I feel like adults definitely have more um, organizational needs than a child does with, you know, their different grooming products and, you know, just, you know, we deserve that kind of stuff, right? In the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> Children, it's probably a little easier, but I mean, I remember growing up not having anything like this, you know, like having any kind of accessories inside the cabinets to accommodate any products. There's like throw everything in there and there it is, you know? So I guess um, there's a little bit more of that to take into consideration for, for children as well. Yeah, there is. I mean, especially if I, I've been doing a lot of Jack and Jill bathrooms lately. Um, so you need to always keep in mind, there are two kids sharing this bathroom. They really need a lot of space and each child should have their own drawer. So yes, they usually don't get two sinks 
the bathrooms are not as big as primary bathrooms, but I still try having enough drawers for kids to have their own space to put things. I know that when they're young, they won't be using it. When they're older, absolutely be using it. So very important. So you talked a little bit about different materials, you know, kind of not having marble if you're really working in the kitchen, especially with kids. Um, but talk a little bit more about the maintenance and durability aspect of things that you need to keep in mind when designing with children, like obviously surface materials and things like that. So, uh, and, and we're, we're talking about bathrooms. So I would say that in general, my rule is the less grout, the better. Mm -hmm. Um, adults will clean up after themselves. Kids will not. Um, so, so that means that the grout will start changing color just because it's getting dirty. That means that on the floor, I'll always try using porcelain if possible, make sure that it's the surface is matte, but also has some texture to it, right? So anything smooth is a slipping hazard. Again, kids are not careful. Mm -hmm. I will never, ever, ever use a gloss or high gloss in a bathroom floor. Very careful with that. And then for the shower, that is the only place I do want a lot of grout. So shower floors, I want as much grout as possible, again, so they don't slip. They're not as careful. Same thing. Walls, if someone wants, really loves marble, I have no problem with it. Marble on the walls of a shower, I kind of, I feel comfortable with, but again, I prefer porcelain or ceramic just because it is a kid's bathroom and I don't know how much they will maintain it. Marble needs to be maintained. It needs to be resealed. I don't think anyone puts attention into their kids' bathrooms in that way in order to do it. So in terms of the kitchen and the durability and maintenance, you talked about the countertops. Is there, are there other aspects that you need to kind of consider if you have children in the kitchen in terms of durability? Uh, many. So yes, countertops is the first thing, right? We need to, I know everyone talks about quartz and says how quartz is incredible and so durable. But the truth is, if you read the fine print for quartz, it is um, there are pieces of actual natural stone that are put together with resin and resin is plastic. So high heat will melt the quartz. That's why I chose that's why I chose and I still choose porcelain and I, you need to use a porcelain that you know and you trust and you need a fabricator that really knows how to use it. But then it is durable for heat and for staining, which is amazing. The other thing I like doing is um, when we decide what color we're, we're painting the kitchen, um, staining, staining the kitchen, I would always recommend to stain the island. I know it sounds a little weird, but people are sitting at the island and kids just keep on kicking. They keep on kicking that island and it starts chipping when it's paint. Stain will not chip just because it's stained. It actually penetrated into the wood and it's part of the wood. So if you don't wanna have chipping a few years in, stain would be the best option as far as I'm concerned. Um, so that's another material. I actually, I know that a lot of designers like putting stone on the floor in the kitchen. And again, trying to use materials that grip a little better so it's not slippery. I actually have no problem with hardwood in the kitchen, but I do like sealing it with heavy duty sealer, usually commercial. And I think it works just fine. So then what about like hygienic options? Is that a factor with kids? I mean, I, I know it's more of a factor with just kind of people in general. And I mean, like, um, 
you know, touchless options, self-cleaning toilets. I mean, I guess that's kind of fancy for a kid's bathroom, but anything to think about in the kitchen or bath for hygiene? Um, so, so definitely touchless faucets are great. And unfortunately, they're not many companies that, that make them at this point. Um, and, and the way I like designing kitchens is speaking about accommodating for kids. I really like having an instant hot in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I feel like, especially when you have babies, heating those bottles in the middle of the night is a nightmare, but be, being able to just take it, fill it up with hot water changes your life completely. Unfortunately, there are not that many lines out there that have matching faucets and instant hots. So the kind of that set, right? Instant, I I usually, I check if you're righty or lefty. If you're righty, I'll put the soap dispenser on the right. The, The faucet would be in the middle and then the instant hot would be on the left. It's hard to find a match. There are very few companies that do it. Um, and only one of those companies makes the touchless. Yeah, I, I saw um, Insincorator's exhibit booth at KBiz a few weeks back, and they actually have introduced a line of instant hot um, faucets or whatever you yep. dispensers, and they're in all different styles and finishes. And so they, they may... Yeah, they may match, you know, maybe not perfectly to yeah, what they already have, but they're pretty close. You know? I try. I try using mm-hmm. them when I can because because they're it's a great product. Yeah. And um, I'm kicking myself right now because there's definitely um, a manufacturer out there who's doing touchless bathroom faucets for residential. Well, Delta, Delta and Briso make them. Yeah. Okay. Um, and there are companies that are now trying to match the the colors of Delta and Friso because they have some colors that are unusual. I really like using Newport Brass and California Faucet. Neither of them have a touchless. Hopefully they'll come out with one soon. Uh, I think their styles are beautiful. They make instant hots. They make the duo with cold and hot. I think they're great. I'm a little reluctant to use again cold and hot when I have when I'm designing for kids because I'm always scared that a child will just press the wrong button. Right it kind of freaks me out, but if the family wants it, I'm fine with it. So is there like a project or two um, for, for children that have really stood out to you that you can share with us? I think um, I actually designed a kitchen that is, there's porcelain everywhere. Um, And I love it. I love it. I love it. I love the fact that the, that the porcelain has a texture to it that feels like natural stone. It's a decked in porcelain. Um, I love that they wanted to make sure everything was cleanable. So we actually used stainless steel sinks and then put an apron over it with the porcelain. Again, same story. So the cabinet maker just cut the cabinet, but it is not an apron sink. The, the hood is covered with porcelain as well. So easy to clean. The backsplash is porcelain. It's just porcelain everywhere and it doesn't look cold. It looks warm and inviting because of the other colors in the kitchen. Um, and it's super fun. And we put all those little gadgets inside, hidden step stool, pull down, pull down shelves, fruit baskets, just anything you can think of is in that kitchen. And it's, it's, it's really fun. So have you already designed for your own children in your own home, or do you have uh, plans to do that in the future? Right now I'm working on a pool. Okay. Um, and I will say that even in the pool, I'm trying to accommodate 
children. So I have a step at four, at four feet deep going all the way around the pool. So kids always have a place where they can just stop and stand. And I thought that was really fun because they do, they can also stop and talk to other people that are outside the pool, but, but it feels a little safer to me to have it. Um, and I, I'm sure it's, it was done in the past somewhere, but that was kind of my little addition or even in a spa kind of accommodating different heights for kids so they can actually sit in the spa instead of having the water just reach their chin. So those are the little things that I tried thinking of as well as making sure that again, the surfaces are not slippery, not slippery, not too hot. And I guess I'm obsessed with porcelain because I did not use bluestone. I used porcelain there as well um, because it doesn't get hot. And bluestone does. Okay. Awesome. Well, good luck with that, with your pool. That seems like <laughs> a pretty huge undertaking, but I really appreciate sharing all your um, tips for designing for children of all ages and all that good stuff. And I can't wait to hear, you know, what you're, what you'll be doing in the future. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for inviting me.